think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. I did it. Okay, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Feature Creep. Colon. Colon. Built-in microwave. Uh, Semi-colon. Semi-colon. Retro encabulator or turbo encabulator, depending on uh, your Oh, no, my but, computer um, froze right when you short... started to say that. There you go. There, there you are. Okay, yes. keep going. Yeah, so this is a short, and this is uh, really a brief discussion about um, this really kind of bizarre... How would I describe this? Um, it's, it... like, it, it's like a professional educational video like like a work training video almost yeah and so it goes so we're going to put a link in the description to the youtube video um there's really no point in um but okay so if you can't get the link out of the description what you'll want to do is go to youtube and search for retro encabulator that's r-e-t-r-o space e-n-c-u-b-l-a-t-o-r um and you're going to search for that and you'll find it. There's a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of different, slightly different versions, but it's all basically the same text and, and mm-hmm. ridiculous. So, um, so I, I <laughs> stumbled upon this yesterday and, um, I, my new job that I work for is, um, is great. I work for a tech company. I write some, you know, software dev, but, um, I read a lot of technical documentation and I dive deep into, you know, it's a lot of backend coding that I do, which means like, <laughs> you know, server to server communication and data management and all this stuff. And um, when you write, when you watch this video and I do suggest you pause the, the pause, the podcast, watch the video. It's about two minutes long and then come back to the podcast. So you'll know what we're talking about. Um, you will not regret watching. Yeah, this. you won't regret it. Um, awesome. To give it context for my own experience of it, I was watching this and just thinking, this is the voice in my head when I'm reading these technical documents. And <laughs> if you, for some reason, don't have, you're not able to watch the YouTube video right now, I will, um, what I'm going to do is I can read through some of the original text of the, um, uh, like of the um of the video like the original transcript it's not actually the video like the transcript is a a re a you know a redoing of the um uh it's it's funny because it reminds me of like every training video i've ever had to watch for any job yes where there's like they're like pointing to things and like showing you things and like gesturing to things in the background but they're not actually doing the work that you would be doing if you were using the machine or whatever yeah and so it's all this sort of like pantomimed yeah um, it's like imagine like a technical like a a corporate technical video that's explaining like how to use a printer or something and it's got like a you know a a gray-haired man a, a clean cut gray haired man in a gray suit with a gray tie, like really drab, like, um, and in the video, he's standing next to like this large, like industrial electricity electronics cabinet that has doors that open and buttons and things. And, um, yeah. And he it kind of yeah. looks like somebody built a spaceship, like instrument panel out of a set of like gray metal gym lockers yeah yes yeah exactly like luggage lockers yeah and so um (laughs) and so then it's great so i'll read the beginning opening um script so 
the, now I envision this man and in his sort of very like technical dry voice, he goes, for a number of years now, work has been proceeding in order to bring perfection to the crudely conceived idea of a transmission that would not only supply inverse reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors, but would also be capable of automatically synchronizing cardinal gram meters. Such an instrument is the turbo encabulator, at which point he then points to the wall of the cat, like of the, right. um, yeah. And then it goes Gestures on like to the that. wall of gadgets behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and so it goes on like that. And, um, and so the interesting thing about this is that this video is, um, so this video that we're talking about was produced by, um, a company called, uh, Rockwell automation. And I think that's, I think that's a real company. I'm not sure. Um, Anyway, somebody produced this video. Yeah. It's and and the interesting thing about all of this situation is that this text that he's reciting goes back to like 1944, and it's been an <laughs> engineering in joke sometime around that period. Yeah. Whoa! This has been around forever. Yeah, it's been around forever, and um, the first recorded mention of it comes from a British engineering grad student named John Helen's Quick, circa 1944. Um, in 1946, Time Magazine felt it should get in on the fun and published an article called For No Fur Trunnions, which, uh, what? Yeah. And so that led to, um, like the, the readers were obviously confused. Now I don't know the, I'm, I'm quoting from a CNET article that's talking about the public, like the, the history of this idea or this joke. Um, so I was, this kind of leads me to the point of our, the point of our podcast. This leads us to the crux of why FCBM exists, which is to say that if you want to design a good joke, um, like a really, really good joke, (laughs) you need to steep it in history, go back in time to 1944, have somebody, you know, like be frustrated with their industry that they work in and write such an absurd script. And then fast forward, um, 60, how many years are we now? 60, so 80, like 80, 80, almost 80 years. And then, um, you know, talk about it on a podcast. So yeah. <laughs> it's a long running joke, long form joke. Yeah, long form <laughs> joke. Yeah. Uh, and so I think um, this joke is really great. You brought up some good points about um, this is like watching this is a lot like that episode where we were having fun with random and we were just talking about like using one of those random like word generators that generates the weird concept like sci-fi technology um which is exactly like what's going on here it's just every word is a real word generally i think in the script um and they're just kind of jumbled and strung together in this like absurd way (laughs) (laughs) so um it's it's pretty great though the the joke goes on like um so 20 years later in the 60s general electric um its instrument department published a spec sheet for the mysterious device which managed to find its way into the GE handbook um <laughs> yeah and so if you do a little google search you can actually um you can find uh, a copy, a photocopy of the um, of the spec sheet, which is fantastic, um, and oh you can gosh. also. Uh, oh no! How do I get back to? There we go. 
I don't know where I am now. Anyway, you can also um, it, it it like its history goes on and on. So like in 1977, um, uh, actor Bud Haggart, a, vet- a veteran of countless industrial training films. So that oh must my be. God. Uh, oh, so found himself with some free time. This is quoting from the CNET article. Uh, found himself with some free time and some cameras after filming like a GMC truck shoot, uh, he managed to convince the film crew and director to stick around and shoot the turbo and cabulator film. Holy um, crap. So he was already like in costume. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like this he was is in wardrobe. Yeah. And this is in reference to not the video that you and I watched. This is another oh. video. So there's <sighs> several versions of people doing this. Um, so there's another YouTube video that has, so if you look at the Chrysler turbo and cabulator, um, Oh my God. And so it's him quoting from it and then it goes on. Okay. And so now it's getting to the video that we were referencing. Um, so another company, Rockwell Automation, um, they did a retro encabulation video, which is the one we're referencing. Um, and so Haggart doesn't make an appearance in this film. Um, and they use a series of electrical wall panels as we described. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh man! Do so, yourself a favor and watch. Yeah, do yourself. Yeah, definitely. It's have so a look at this. good. It is really, really funny. Um, Especially do it if you can use company time to view it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If <laughs> if you can do this on company time, it's uh-huh. a full circle. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just call it like a a team building exercise. Um, you know, yeah. share it with oh, your yeah. fellow compatriots at work. <laughs> um, it, yeah, but there is something about it that just flows together. Like I, I imagine that people have made attempts to write similar documents, but there's or to like make similar bodies of text that are r- absurd. Sure. Um, this one just, I think, part of it is like the his- the momentum of history has just made it really it's so stick perfect. And funny. It really, yeah. it really feels like people came to it from like a holistic perspective because they, as far as the production goes for the video, and <clears throat> when you compare it to other like yeah. Other industrial corporate training videos. Yeah. It's a really good one. Like Yes. Yeah. And they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, let me hang on. <coughs> Sorry. Um so it excels in terms of its um creation as like a video for this purpose, right? Like they really fucking nailed the corporate training video. Yes. Um yeah. and the guy, like how he's dressed and how he talks and like my favorite thing about the whole thing, the thing that made me laugh the hardest was his like hand gestures the whole time. Yes. So he's yeah. like he kind of like, you know, Vanna whites the wall of dials and buttons and like metal panels uh-huh. and like sort of yep. gestures in front of them gracefully. Yeah. And occasionally as he's talking about some like gobbledygook, he'll open one of the panels and like show you the thing on the inside uh-huh. that doesn't I mean, sure, whatever. It's some stuff with some lights. <laughs> yes. like, I don't know what that is. Right. And he's like, you know, like expounding on the virtues of this equipment and like shuts the panel and then says, you know, something like now the difference between the old one and the new one and he'll hold up like one hand and then he like made the V for victory sign yes. with his other two fingers and then just kind of like tapped them on the other hand. Like, yes, as if, as to if indicate, he's describing yes. a part. Yeah. Right, right. Just, like, like you all get doing? this, right? Tap, tap. You like you get, get this. this is, yeah, this is really clear and understandable. Like, really and then clear. just 
Yeah. Where, like there's one where he holds up his one hand and then he uses his other hand as though he's twisting a dial embedded in his palm. Like, yeah, so like he's a large there, just, dial. Like, twisting yeah. his hand yes. <laughs> forth at nothing. Like, yeah. oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, it's God, really this great. Will, this will liven your day up. We just thought we'd share it because yeah. Ben shared it with me just now. And when he first, he's like, you got to watch this video. So I, I started watching it. And I, I was like, is this a serious video? And uh-huh. then about halfway through, I was like, these words are nonsense. Like, this <laughs> is genius. Not- yes. It took me that long to figure out that this wasn't actually for a specific product in real life. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So the, the like, <clears throat> The pa- the picture they paint, like the little fantasy of this being a real thing, is so complete. <laughs> I know, right? It's yes. Magical. It's so magical. Yeah, <laughs> it's really great. It just rounds up. I love where at some point, um, like early on in the video, he's including like other participating companies that are like their technologies <laughs> are incorporated. He's like pointing to this like this like this, how you have an Intel chip in your Mac. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's great because it's there are these companies on this. Um, this world map and the world map is one of those like those sort of raster scan line style um stylized like 80s world maps where it's like the you know it's just sort of the silhouette of the world like on a on a map and then the big logos of the companies like world round world you know it's just very like you can just imagine like someone being thinking like this is exactly how we're going to sell this product to other corporations right Yes. Yeah. There's like all the, they've got these like little labels on the world map of the different companies involved and they all have their like little special logo and uh-huh. like corporate stylized yes, uh, yes. writing and like, oh man, that's, that's the thing that threw me off at first. I was like, are those actual companies? Like that was the first thing I noticed. And yeah, I was like, if yeah. this is a parody video, this is really <laughs> solid yes, yes. <laughs> because I can't tell if this is fake or not right now. Right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> And everything sounds like something you've already heard a little bit. Yeah. Like, like the names of the companies all sounded. Like, yes. I'm sure that's a real company, right? That's yeah. A, is that a real company? Right. No, it's not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds exactly like the name of a company. Uh-huh. Like they've captured <clears throat> the sort of like inner essence of of corporate industrial america yeah although it's yeah. funny because that's a totally bygone era because all those companies that they're making fun of are now like way overseas <laughs> right <laughs> yes. so it's even funnier now right because <laughs> it's a parody of something that used to be that isn't anymore in america yeah it's oh, so good. oh man it's so good you gotta watch this everybody watch it the next time you're supposed to be working yeah yeah definitely have a look um you yeah. will not be disappointed it's it's great it's really great oh man yeah so funny uh, um, what is it? Let's see. What else can we talk about for a few minutes? Because, uh, oh, I'm, well, I was going to talk about exodusters, but that might be its own. We'll do. It should hour. be its own thing. I mean, we're, this yeah. is a short, we're really right on 15 <clears throat> minutes, which is, um, as this will be said, our shortest short ever. <laughs> it will be definitely one of our shorter shorts. Um, I mean, considering they were supposed to be five minutes long when we conceived of the idea, this is, <laughs> this is absurd. Um, we just can't shut up. No, we really can't. Uh, I was, you know, we could do a little bit of um, housekeeping. So this episode, if you're listening to this episode, it will be published well after we've been on air for a year. So we've been doing the oh podcast for over a year, um, which is pretty exciting. And I think um, I... It's easy to like look at the numbers and think, man, like this is going to take forever. But everything I read, like our growth is actually pretty, like our listener, like we have listeners that communicate with us, which is great. Um, 
like I don't know what else I want out of this situation. Um, yeah, I don't either, really. You know? I mean, we're just like committing things that we think about to a more permanent format. Yeah, and hopefully people are entertained sharing. and enjoyed sharing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think I was going to say um, this is definitely kind of an open platform. Like I, we haven't had a lot of guests partly because of COVID and it makes it difficult. But um, true. You know, if people wanted to participate in a conversation, you should get a hold of us. We can make that happen. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. We're going to try and get Dana to come on our Oh, yeah. Our executive our assistant podcast. is definitely going to be joining us soon. I think that will be very excited. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, but yeah, over a year, which is nuts. And um, like we have people listen, which is also mind boggling to me. Um, yes. A friend of ours always listens to us when she's cleaning her house. I like that. I like that. That's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> That's yeah. like really suitable. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cleaning like, is like one of our pastimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. We need to um and she gave some good feedback. We should definitely look into uh look at some of those books and I, I should send you the copies I have because that author and Lecky, I think it's Lecky or Lecky. Um yeah. I think it's Lecky. Sci fi. Sci fi. She's a modern sci fi author. Really great. Super fun. Um yeah. thoughtful. Um yeah. So I have <clears throat> here's an interesting update. Yes. Um, about six weeks ago, I realized, holy shit, our cat's diabetic. And so I like had to find a vet and like weirdly, I don't know why I looked all over the place and yeah. like, nobody was accepting new patients. And so his brother used to go to a place called Pet Central Pet Animal Hospital, which is like six doors down from my house. And yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of it, yeah. but he had the cat that I have now, his, there were Charlie and Big White, Big White. Um, had been seen at the U of M. And so I kind of thought of that as his his doctor. Yeah. I tried to get in with them again when I came back because they had all of his records, but they were like, no. So uh, <clears throat> got some confusing mixed messaging on the seriousness of his condition and whether or not he should be seen right away and blah, 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 blah. So I ended up at Pet Central because they were like, we'll get you in right away. And I was like, well, I don't know why I didn't just do this to begin with. So anyway, um, our doctor, Dr. Brothers, is a really nice guy. And he thanked us for giving a shit about our cat, which is like, uh, you're welcome. And also that makes me feel terrible because apparently you get to try and help animals all day long and you tell people things and people are like, what? And then you send this animal home with them in a situation that's doomed to fail. And that must be really depressing. So to all the veterinarians out there, I fucking see you. And the fact that you still show up for work every day is amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, Dr. Brothers is extremely pleased with the progress that we've made in six weeks. Yay. With my cat. Yeah. Yeah. So his blood sugar levels are basically back down to normal. Yeah. We are going to start monitoring him from home and just sharing the results over email so that we don't have to take up clinic time. Right. Um, and so we're going to get a little like monitor and it's one of those little finger flicky monitors like people use to test their glucose, except uh-huh. on a cat, you do it right on their ear. Yeah. Yeah. You do it right I on their ear. I yeah. yep. So... We're going to start monitoring him from home. But the tr- the most difficult thing was trying to get him onto a schedule where he only eats once every 12 hours. And so, um, like, we were joking that we were free from the tyranny of cat diabetes for, like, a year or so before we had to start this again. So every 12 hours, you have to feed my cat, and yeah. then you have to give him a shot. And the shot is... Th- made up of insulin just like a person yeah and it's like porcine insulin so it comes from pig 
uh, pancreas is. Right. Um, and he gets three little units uh, uh, in the syringe twice a day, every 12 hours apart, and you have to feed him first. So you feed him, yeah. you make sure he eats all his food, and then you give him the shot. And you try to do this at the same time every day. Yes. Twice a day, 12 hours apart. It's right. way harder than it sounds. Yeah, and no, I imagine. Like, we're responsible people too. Like yeah. we actually like are where we are supposed to be on time most of the time and right, like, don't right. forget important things like, oh, your cat's survival. So like uh, we do a pretty good job of it, but even we screwed it up once in a while. And so it's like, um, you know, you can get off by an hour or two and then you find yourself like, oh, we can't feed him yet because we have to wait until 12 hours and it's only like right. two and a half hours. Right, so. right. So it can be really tricky because cats are like difficult to deal with. And also when they get sick, they sort of like tank super quickly. Yeah. And so yep. the fact that we were able to figure out his blood sugar and like get it under control and get him on a regular feeding schedule and he lost a little weight in six weeks is like fucking crazy. Like this never That's happened. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. With our other cat, Charlie, our sweet Chuck, it was such a pain in the butt to try and figure out his dosage and stuff. And it was yeah. never really stable. Um, yeah. But this worked out. And the benefit here, the like bonus, is that my cat, Big White, is such an enormous cat yeah. that these tiny little needles that you give him a shot with, he doesn't even notice them. Oh, that's great. That's great. Like Chucky always had to worry that his tiny little body were like, I'm sorry, buddy. And he'd give yeah. him a shot as quick as you could. Yeah. And they really don't mind very much anyway. But this one doesn't fucking even notice. You've come up to him with a needle. Like yeah. he doesn't, it's, he's oblivious. And so right. getting him to take the medication is easy. Uh, is super easy. That's yes. super cool. Yeah. Um, and we can like reuse the syringes on him a couple of times as, as opposed to like, they need, they get dull really quickly. So you need yeah. to throw them away pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. And usually you can do <clears throat> one or two uses as long as it's the same cat and you don't. Right, right. Obviously. Yeah. Right. So I managed to uh, give him three shots one time with one needle and he didn't even like walk oh, at it. So amazing. it's yeah. uh, it's a much easier go of it the second time around. But that's good. So, you know, cat medicine. Woo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we definitely didn't run short. Um, this definitely left the realm of being our, one of our shortest podcasts, which Shit. is fine. Okay, no, no, we're, fine. Done. we're done. We're done. We're okay. done. Wait, uh, repeat the thing again. Repeat the thing about the video that we want people to watch. Tell them how to find it. Yeah, so we'll try and put the link in the description. I, we, yeah. I, I don't think we put links before, so I'm not exactly sure how that works, but we'll try. Yeah, um, but we'll if try. you if you Google Turbo Encabulator or uh, Retro Encabulator, but the video we're talking about specifically is... Um, it's the video called, uh, or the t the company that made it, which was the Rockwell Automation. Right. So you want to look up, um, like retro encabulator Rockwell Automation will definitely bring up the video for you. Um, yeah, and this is like a famous inside joke, so you're definitely going to find this. It's not like it's obscure, I don't think. Yeah, like there's a there's a link on like it's the top hit on Google or on YouTube, which is Rockwell Retro Encabulator, and it's it's fantastic okay. and hilarious. So anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Please wear a mask. Wash your hands. Be cool. Yay! Be cool. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Wear your mask. All right. We almost have a vaccine. Don't be an idiot now. Right. We're almost there. Just like just a little bit longer. Okay.